young heroes called the Animorphs. We're doing it. Boom. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Middlemorph Millennials, the podcast that I started to force my friends to read Animorphs and yell at them about Gleet biofilters. My name is Morgan. And my name is Jason. And I'm not Kate. <laughs> Surprise! How could you all tell? So, yeah, you're not going to tell them your name, but yeah, I know Kate. it's I know it's really really difficult to tell that it's not Kate. Like it's, it's just Kate putting on an accent. The 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 resemblance between us is Kate, Kate went somewhere and came back like Madonna with an accent. <laughs> oh my God, Madonna! Why'd you do that? This? Was a it's choice. So weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a choice I made when I was like 11 and for some reason, went to Disneyland and decided the whole time to put on a fake British accent. I don't understand why people do <laughs> I was watching so, so much like, S Club 7, that's why. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. S Club 7, cool <laughs> Yeah, shit. and I feel like that's something that I should have told you about on Are You Serious? But, you know, people are going to have to get Damn, to Middle Morph to get the deep cut. Right? I, I was a big Bradley stan, by the oh, way. Oh, yes, yes. Bradley was like 100% my favorite member of S Club 7. I had a watch oh with this gosh. face on it. Do you still have it? And can you post it? <laughs> I do not still have it. It was a free gift from um, Smash Hits oh, magazine, damn. I think. And it, there were stickers and you could put your favorite sticker on and there was a Bradley sticker. So I stuck the Bradley sticker on <laughs> my watch and it was a crap watch, but it did have Bradley's face on it, which was really all I wanted from a watch. I feel time. like my, well, my favorite was probably John at the time because... I was like, I always liked the pretty boy, like Brian in Backstreet Boys, but also Joe. Isn't John, isn't John gay? I do not know. Didn't he come out recently? I, um, maybe. I feel like we have talked about S Club 7 multiple times. Have we? <laughs> I don't, I don't know if we have talked about S Club 7. Hey, if, if someone, uh, if someone knows about John from S Club 7 coming out as gay, tweet at us. What, something, one of our accounts, one of the podcast at, at one of us. <laughs> um, what is S30, S whatever? S Club 7? S yes. Club 7 was the premier uh, co-ed pop group in England during the years of 1996 and probably like 2001. Like, they were called S Club 7 because yeah. there were okay. seven. It was a co-ed boy band. <laughs> I can't remember... What did the S stand for? I used to know this. Spice. I also used to know this, and I feel like it's something that I should remember. Did it just stand for singing? (laughs) Well, it was created by former Spice Girls manager Simon Fuller, so... Yes. Yes. Spice Girls. Same guys. Okay. Formation. I have already veered us wildly off topic, and I'm incredibly sorry. Because S is the first letter of seven. (laughs) That's seven fucking lame as shit. <laughs> seven Club Seven. Okay, today we're talking about an Animorphs book, contrary to what it might seem. <laughs> and we are talking about book number 17, The Underground, which is the bat mm. book and it's a Rachel book. And the cover is horrifying. The cover is... <laughs> I do want to spend a minute on yes, the cover. Yes, yeah, as we do. Because the, first off, the purple yes. is rad. Okay, I'm all about this purple color. What the fuck is wrong with Rachel's face before she even <laughs> the starts? The lighting is really bad. It is the dead-eyed stare of somebody who <laughs> is like, "Am I really gonna be? Is my photo really gonna be taken for this?" Looking at a disaster before, and it, it just gets 
it gets progressively worse from there. I also like how she's kind of half tea posing. <laughs> like she's really settled herself oh my on God. the ground you know for this. What she looks like? She looks like that that vine of that woman doing the um and she's like, Hi, my name is Tammy and I'm your hip hop dance instructor and do, and like moves her oh arms in the ninety degree angles. I will have to post that. She looks like the character select screen for a fighting game. Yeah. Like that pose. Wait, you're like bobbing on your feet. Choose your fighter. I just can't get past the unibrow. Look, all the best people have unibrows. <laughs> oh, I found it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put this in the chat because it is kind of relevant. And everybody needs to see this in their lives. The thing that always kind of got me about the morphing on the front of these books is oh, like pretty. how their hair like sinks into their skin. Yeah, it just kind of melts away. Because uh, in the books... You know, you see the description and it's like, and their hair was sucked into their head, but it just kind of, in this one, melts or disappears. Yeah, it's kind of grim. That video explains so much. <laughs> I miss Vine. Vine is, is Bring back honestly Vine. the best. Um, TikToks are too long and we need Vine. Vine was too good for this world. Well, before we get started, uh, Esme, what's your relationship to Animorphs? <laughs> My relationship to Animorphs is I've always known it exists, and I did used to watch the TV show, which I know is like sacrilege to you, Morgan. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, I had a hot crush on Tobias for like the longest fucking time. Oh, yeah. Even when he was a, a fucking bird. <laughs> um, so you're Rachel. That's like 60% no. of Animorphs people i'm like a hundred percent cooler than rachel <laughs> um and i just remember that the 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 book covers used to really freak me out i was a really squeamish kid and i think the reason why i did not read animorphs was the book covers really turned me off i was like no this is i don't like this very relatable yeah mm. follow-up question what is your relationship to oatmeal <laughs> <laughs> okay so as I, I, I do want to say, as I was reading this, I did recognize a lot of stuff from the show. Like, it unlocked yeah. centers of my brain, which had previously been closed to me at some bygone day. And when I read about the oatmeal, I remembered. I was like, oh my god, this was a major plot point. <laughs> I didn't just dream this. This... This is a thing that I remember happening. There's something else that I remember happening, but I'm not going to bring yes. it up now because I want to I save it for later. That is a, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I like oatmeal. Oatmeal is a good thing. When I was a kid, we used to eat the instant oatmeal that had the dinosaur eggs in it. And then when you oh, yeah. heated it up, it would the eggs would like melt to reveal a dinosaur. I love those. We did not have this in England. And my husband actually bought me some dinosaur egg oatmeal so that I could experience this <laughs> as a grown adult. It is... Oatmeal is made a thousand times better by the presence of tiny sugar dinosaurs. Indeed. Yes. 100%. The joy that your husband must feel, like, any time he mentions something. He gets to introduce yeah. me to all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's like that XKCD comic about Diet Coke and Mentos, like, every This day. is why we don't need to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> because he just introduces me to all the stuff that he thought was cool as a kid, and I have that same childlike wonder... But, like, I can properly express it and it will never get old. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a, it's no. a blessing, really. Dinosaur egg cereal is no, legit. To order oatmeal with dinosaur eggs on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, I can get it at my grocery store. I saw it the other yeah, day. Yeah, you can get it. I don't yeah. Is it, like, it's at a Safeway exists. or a Costco? Or like... It was a food for less, but exists. I'm sure they still have it at Safeway. 
I'm pretty sure we got it from Albertsons. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to take a look. I'll have to deviate from our Trader Joe's Costco stuff. <laughs> but there are other reputable supermarkets that you can shop at. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, before we get started, I just wanted to give big old trigger warning, y'all. Um, mm. I mentioned this at the last of at the end of last episode. Uh, there's a suicide attempt, and the Animorphs don't handle it well. They are not very no. sensitive. <laughs> So, yeah, there's, like, a lot of talk about being nuts and stuff, so just know that. I want to throw out, for the record, before we even start, fuck all these kids. (laughs) Like, as I was was reading this today, because I wanted to read it fresh, so I read it today, and I was like... What, who the fuck are these kids? And why are they such assholes? <laughs> this isn't their shining moment. Yeah. Except Cassie. Cassie is legit a cool dude. I don't know. Cassie and me, we don't always see eye to eye on some of the ethical moral <laughs> issues, but she's generally probably the nicest one out of them all. <laughs> yeah, and Cassie at least too. makes them stop and think about shit rather than just everybody just runs in like, ah! <laughs> yeah, and I did like yeah. how they had, they did have some callbacks to the previous book, um, Talking about the Fenestra mansion and stuff like that. I am impressed, just generally, about how quickly we get to the story without K.A. Applegate feeling the need to bog herself down in rehashing everything else that has happened up until now. Yeah. Like, as a writing skill, that is particularly difficult to master. And even though I have never read an Animorphs book... I still felt like I knew what was going on. Like, there was definitely stuff where I was like, oh, that must have been something that happened in a previous book. But it wasn't like, I didn't feel like an idiot. Yeah, and then... And she just kind of went past it. And let's get to the stuff that's happening right now. And if it came up, you know, they would be like, oh, here's one sentence explaining. Marco calls Rachel Xena warrior princess. All right, moving on. Like, just, you know, brought it up and then moved on to the next thing. So, yeah. 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 So we do start with Rachel giving background information about Yerks and how they're like Always. tapeworms or whatever. Mm-hmm. They keep comparing mm-hmm. them to tapeworms. And I'm like, can you pick something else? Or... <laughs> I just, yeah, sometimes they can get in your brain. But I just, yeah, I'm just like, I think there's a better, like... There has like... to be something else that you could compare a Yerk to. How do you, how do we say Yerk? Yerk. yerk. <laughs> just Yerk. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, we we in our first episode kind of hashed out because obviously I have been reading these books since I was seven. So I have very specific ways that I pronounce yes. things in my head. And then when people don't go against it, I'm like, that's not how yeah. you say it, even <laughs> though it's written like <laughs> there's no right or wrong. Yeah. I feel like it's like playing the Pokemon games and then watching the anime and you're like, oh, that's how that's said. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same when you, okay, so when you're in pharmacy, sometimes you, you can be like, I'm going to pronounce this the best I can. And then you hear a commercial for it and you're like, oh, okay, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in Overwatch, everybody calls Symmetra, Symmetra. Yeah. And in my head, that is so jarring because it's like, that's not how you pronounce the word symmetry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should have pronounced, spelled it different. We just stuck an A onto the end of symmetry. So can we just say Symmetra? Like that's, that's her name. Anyway. Um, also, one more thing about Yerks is, um, yes. Esme, you just, because I did talk to my, my family um, over this last week. Um, they're, they're British and everything. And then this thing, the Yerks, mm-hmm. I was like, Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would you do this? Um, because. No, don't. Why? No, stop. <laughs> you're, you're violating my cultural heritage. I will just. And I I feel like I you should stop. I will just see myself out for. <laughs> yeah, bye. Uh, AM door slamming noise. Anyway, okay, so 
uh, Rachel gives us all this Yerk background, and mm-hmm. we cut to Axe uh, asking, who is this Schwarzenegger? I have heard Marco use this name before. And so oh, we get this, like... Um, this fucking awful accent yeah. Marco attempts <laughs> yeah. to do. So Marco's like, Arnold, like, yeah, very bad accent. Zoom out, all the Animorphs are walking through the woods on a nice school afternoon, and Marco's trying to convince the others to go with him to crash the opening of a new planet Hollywood in their mystery <laughs> town. You know, Wait, I had to look that up. Didn't that we talk was. about it in another episode? I think you guys did, but for some reason in my mind, I was like, is this like a like a DVD blockbuster rental store? And then I was like, but that doesn't feel right. No. Yeah, no, I was really off. <laughs> that was Hollywood video. But Rachel one time goes with her dad to a planet Hollywood on his weekend when he's visiting. So I kind of looked it up, but should have saved it for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I like in these first five pages, there's so it much. Is so dated. Like, if you were not a child in the 90s, none of this means anything to you. Yeah, except for like John Goodman has some staying power. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt that even John Goodman like it's it's the line where he says um, a once in a lifetime opportunity for the axe man to see Bruce and Demi <laughs> I knew that he meant Bruce Willis and Demi Moore I doubt that most other people would yeah so it's just yeah. very very dated interesting choice of people that they throw in this planet yeah. Hollywood <laughs> yeah so Marco's saying that it's so axe can be exposed to some human culture Bruce Willis and Demi Moore are going to be there. A Ralph Lauren fashion show. But... Like, there's a lot going on at this place. Right? <laughs> That's the Ralph Lauren fashion show, because Rachel loves fashion, is not what gets her. What gets her is that the woman herself will be there. The one, the only, Lucy Lawless. Miss Lucy Lawless. Mm-hmm. Is this supposed to be Lucy Lou? Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless. Zena. Lucy fucking Lawless. Zena. 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 See, see, this is going to be a whole thing for me. I didn't look up Lucy Lawless, but... Um, yeah. This, but uh, her episode of The Simpsons is absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> Everything that Lucy Lawless is in is good. I fucking love Lucy Lawless. Rachel is like, oh yeah, it's not. I don't want to go because of Lucy Lawless, but you know, it's <laughs> totally the reason that she wants to go. Um, Jake is convinced immediately when Marco mentions that Shaq <laughs> will be there. <laughs> But where the hell are these kids living where this is like every... Yes! Yes! Why are all these like uber stars fucking showing up to this podunk planet Hollywood in the middle of goddamn nowhere? They're not. They've got skyscrapers, forests, beaches. I know, but then, yeah, (laughs) it's like this town that they live in has everything. It's got like... A planet Hollywood that's worth enough for fucking Arnie to show up. A, an aquarium and a zoo theme park. A forest and <laughs> farms. Like, what the hell is going on here? Where is this place? It's got to be San Diego. <laughs> Bruce Willis. It, I mean, Arnold. Demi Moore. Don't forget Demi Moore's going to be there. Campbell. Fucking Ralph Lauren. So basically it cuts to the concert and they're there. And Rachel's like, oh, we should have had the worst tickets in the house because we're 1,000 feet from the main stage. But there are birds of prey floating in the air above the concert so they can see everything. But that, hang on, though. Does Bruce Willis really play the harmonica? Yeah, I was going to look that up because, like, I know that, like, Hugh Laurie is in a band with a bunch of other people called The Band from TV. And so mm-hmm. I feel like some of these people <laughs> might, like, Shaq is jamming with them? Like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, what the fuck is going on here? This is, 
the most bizarre part of this book is not kids turning into animals. It is whatever the fuck is happening at this point. Also, planet. all of these people together. First, and, two, right. and I'm just like, did Weird combo. just pick like, here's some really famous people right now? <laughs> just like, yes. Yeah, and John Goodman too. Um, they're playing, yeah, they're playing a celebrity band, basically. Um, also, Tobias notes that they're all flying too close together. So drink if you put that on your bingo card. Um, he's always like, a bird watcher is going to go crazy seeing all these birds of prey together. And thermals without thermal. Yeah, we don't get, I, I don't think we get the word thermal in this book. No. No. It's, no. it's just uh, warm updraft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we don't. Okay. Uh, and Rachel's like, there she is. I mean, oh, that's her. That's Lucy. You know, what's her name? And then Marco's like, oh, it's Xena. Okay, Rachel, the time has come. Fly down there, morph back to human. You and Xena have it out. So you can kick whose butt. And she's like, Marco, you do like to cling to your pathetic little dreams, don't you? And he's like, absolutely I do. And don't forget the leather outfit. He's a little creep, but it's almost endearing because of their relationship. Yeah. Do you think it's endearing? Because I really want to punch him off. If you've read the other books, Marco gets more endearing because that's how like me and Kate started for a long time to speak like oh my god Marco like we just wanted to like strangle him Marco is to me what soccer is to Avatar The Last Airbender <laughs> nothing would change if he was not there <laughs> he's just there to be a dick and then wander up and somehow everybody likes him yeah he's not uh he's not annoying. on center stage this book at all yeah and Rachel considers teaching him a lesson but instead she kind of floats up next to a nearby skyscraper and for some reason, a man about 60 floors up catches her eye and she drifts kind of towards him and he picks up a metal chair and throws it through the window. And so she yells for the others and the man jumps out the window and she dives mm-hmm. as fast as she can to grab him out of the air. And I really liked this sequence because so she grabs him because she was closest. Then Tobias shows up first because he's the most skilled at flying. Then Jake because he's a Peregrine Falcon and then Cassie and Axe and Marco. So they all these six birds of prey grabbing onto this man and <laughs> gliding him towards the river. And Tobias is like giving them tips shit. and they drop him in and he survives. But she dropped or they drop him in the river and he doesn't come up and they see that he's stuck at the bottom of the river somehow. So now they have to morph something from the water and she somehow also demorphs and remorphs before he drowns, which is weird because morphing sometimes takes, takes 20 minutes. seconds and sometimes like five minutes. So well, also I'm like, well, she says, what was he wearing? Lead shoes? <laughs> <laughs> she says that it's partly adrenaline based, right? Because she says being terrified always helps you to morph quicker. But I don't think that would be true. I feel true. like they've always been like, when they've been in really bad situations or terrified, like it's almost harder for them to get it started. I think that if you were trying to do something as difficult as, oh, I don't know, turn into a different creature from from <laughs> a creature. So, so turn from a bird into a person, into something that can swim. That's like difficult shit. And then apparently she's like, oh, I could just do it because I was frightened. It's like, mm, all right. No, they definitely get better ability. over time for you know sure. I mean? Her morphing ability this book, Rachel's is just like, she's more. I wrote down in my notes, totally casual morphing. Because the way that Rachel talks about morphing, it's like, I just did it. 
Like every single time she does it, except for once, she's like, I just kind of did it and it was fine. Yeah. It's like, all a right. A couple times. Well, yeah, we'll get to it when we get to the descriptions. But um, so she gets to Dolphin and mm-hmm. pushes the guy up to the surface and noses him over to the riverbank. And it says, very strong human hands reached for him and yanked him up onto dry land. Very strong human hands. Cut to the next day they're at the mall and the newspaper headlines read, Schwarzenegger, real life hero, gives mouth to mouth to drowning man. And I'll have to admit this one also got me. Terminator becomes resuscitator. <laughs> I I laughed so hard at that headline that I teared up, but it's probably because it talks more about my current state of mind than the quality of that joke. But like, I laughed really hard. I tend not to laugh at these kind of <clears throat> weird tabloid pun headlines anymore because that used to be my dad's job. <laughs> and so I... I kind of, every time I see one, I'm like, oh, somebody gets paid to do that. This one's actual job. So I also, um, my next note is casually picking on Cassie like it's no big deal. Fucking leave Cassie alone, Rachel. Why are you concerned about fucking clothes? Oh yeah, that's also their when, dynamic. <laughs> like, I don't love this as a character look. Cassie's my best friend and I'll give my life for her, but you should see what she wears. All right, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like how about she's Come the best on. person that you know or what? Like, <laughs> Right. Don't just rag on Cassie because she doesn't want to wear matching socks. Yeah. I feel like they are clearly very realistically mean teenagers. Like, I can yeah. see this happening. Well, it's still better than the teenagers making fun of Marco for his missing dead mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these characters are assholes. Except for Axe. I would die for <laughs> Axe. I love his, Speaking of the TV show, I love his actor from the TV show. Yes. His name's Pablo, Paolo or Pablo something. And he was in the Royal Pains show on AM, on a USA. And he's great. I love him. Um, okay. So then we get this like funny rapid fire character building dialogue. And it's like, let's see all the priorities of the children. Jake is like, we were lucky. No one happened to snap any pictures of us. And Cassie's like, well, the man was lucky too. And Marco's like, no, lucky would have been getting mouth to mouth from Naomi Campbell. And Axe is like, where are the cinnamon buns? (laughs) (laughs) Tobias said he would get some cinnamon buns. Buns. I love cinnamon buns. Me and Axe are the same. Mm -hmm. When, When Axe picks up the whole plate and fork and cinnamon bun and like shoves all of that into his mouth that is how i feel about (laughs) yeah i have that quote he brings it um well before that cassie notes the man's name is george edelman and that rachel she says rachel's a hero for saving him but rachel's like oh yeah i just saw it as a challenge and i don't know if that's like her trying to distance herself from the situation um but then yeah i saw that as kind of weird but then tobias returns with the cinnamon bun and he puts the plate down and starts to say i figured we could all have a bite and then leave the rest for but then axe had snagged the bun and the plate and the plastic fork and was shoving (laughs) all of them into his mouth and it says i reached over and grabbed the end of the plastic fork half of it was already in axe's mouth i yanked it out it was too late to save the plate (laughs) <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm just like he's gonna literally kill himself in morph one day. <laughs> just like eating. Yeah, like what is the limit that you can eat? Well, he's only human, so like he's gonna well, like. Mm, 
Yeah, but he has an alien stomach, well, doesn't I mean, he? It's still human stomach until he demorphs. Well, you can just demorph and then eat more, <laughs> remorph yeah. and eat more, Di- but, digest but the fork. Like, they're like vegetarians. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's like plastics, like the thing that's gonna, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's magical bullshit. But I just like, oh my god, I just think of like when Squidward was choking on a fork in SpongeBob, and that's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's got it sticking out of his neck. Yeah. Yes. So they just kind of watch Axe chow down on this Cinnabon for a while. And Jake is like, well, keep an eye on the media and see if they notice our activities. Mostly we have to hope George Edelman keeps his mouth shut. And then Marco's like, well, nobody's going to listen to a guy who tried to kill himself anyway. It's like, Marco, 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 you're not my favorite right now. Yeah, Marco is not the sensitive type person. Marco sucks. He is very much like using humor as a shield to cover the fact that he is sad that his mom is dead. Well, he or said that not two, dead. Books, two books ago was a Marco book. Yeah, yeah, he said that yeah. himself. So he's self-aware about it. Um, okay, so three days later. <laughs> yeah, let me take you. that. In. Three days later. No, can't do it. Okay. Um, Keep that in. Rachel, Keep that in. <laughs> Rachel's yelling at her little sister Jordan for taking her leftover Szechuan shrimp, which I was like, <laughs> as an older sister, hashtag relatable. And she also mentions that their kitchen has a brand new island because their house was repaired and not isn't done being repaired from the time she morphed an elephant upstairs and the house collapsed on her so a lot of callbacks this book <laughs> happens to all yeah of yeah us. yeah um and then jordan is like i threw out the shrimp it was already a week old duh it was too old duh it would have made you burp up your kidneys duh. duh shrimp this is ha- where i nearly closed the book because i was like this is the literal worst piece of dialogue outside of a twilight book or 50 shades of gray that i have ever read it's fucking awful i put in my notes duh is the worst word ever i'm so glad it's not around anymore really it really oh, is duh <laughs> um also like I, i'm kind of on jordan's side though like girl you not eat yeah. seafood <laughs> weak ultra no nah, that's not that that's bad never good you don't fucks with seafood (laughs) sure 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 as long as it was uh as long as it was cooked but anyway yeah you know uh she lets it go because she knows that that jordan is right and then mom walks in and they have a really nice like little conversation with their dynamic and she's like naomi uh their mom is like she better not be over at that other girl's house every time she goes over there i have to buy a new barbie and then sarah the little sister walks in and is like oh my god they have a lawyer barbie just like you Aww, so that was you cute. have to get the barbie i know right <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's it's like this girl's house is it tisha or tisha i mean it's t-i-s-h-a I think it's right tisha, tisha? Tisha, Tish. I, I just have Tisha. a grandma Tish, great aunt Tish. I don't know. I got a Tish. Well, it, it's if you're Latina, it's Leticia because it's or it's Tisha because it's Leticia. But yeah, it depends. Oh. Um, so we find out that Naomi is representing George Edelman, and his family want him declared incompetent because. The poor man claims he has an alien living in his head. Wait, 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 wait. <gasps> why does she have to represent? This always got me. I was like, why do you have to represent someone who, like, like what's the, where's the litigation here? Like, does his parents just, does, does he just, they just want to commit someone against their will? Or Yeah, they're trying to commit yeah, him. They're trying to have him institutionalized permanently. That's what I figured, you know, from reading this. But I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, can you, I guess you can do that. That just seems like, like, unless they've done something illegal, 
I just like I'm always just people like you know not having it all together and getting into some sort of legal trouble and then you know it's sort of what they they finally get forced to either get sent to a nation or care or something. I mean it's basically power of attorney, I guess right? So. It's just weird so, to me. I just I hate having that power. Like I'm yeah, like, I, I don't know. That just feels like so like get the fuck away from me. Yeah, it's basically just taking control of somebody's assets and saying well you can't look after yourself this is what's best oh my for God, you it's britney spears. so <laughs> yeah it is, it is like a britney spears conservatorship where you say you're gonna live here and you're gonna be looked after and i control everything else that you have so so yeah that has to be yeah. decided by a court so of course cut to the mental health facility there's a lot of like big cuts in this in this book yeah there are huge cuts does that happen so, more and more as the series goes on morgan because <laughs> like we were, st- we were starting to get in that with like the book um with the was that last book about the how with the um joe joe bob and um, yeah <laughs> just like let's just cut to this now like we're just here i feel like there's two kinds of animorphs books there's one where they have like a scheme and we have to like go all over the like this one they go all over the place and then there's the one where they get taken somewhere or they go somewhere like they go to another planet or something like that so it's it's kind of a mix of the two no spoilers (laughs) uh i just want to say that tobias is definitely the mvp of this book yeah he saves like so many lives they they would not be able to do shit without tobias because he is uh not only very polite when everybody else is saying calling people nuts he's like it's not correct to call nuts nuts like it's you can't you can't do yeah, that peanuts are like but also <laughs> then he like he just scouts everything out like absolutely everything in this book tobias facilitates oh, he's... tobias like they would do nothing without tobias they would do literally nothing without him maybe they would stop rushing into dumb situations <laughs> uh, yeah um so the mental facility that they're at is called the Rupert J. Kirk State Mental Health Facility, which I was, I Googled and that's not, well, I mean, it was a person, but he was not famous. I just found like an obituary for a random dude in 1920. And I think it's just a Star Trek reference, um, possibly with a Buffy reference sprinkled on top. Well, don't know. I was going to say, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how it would be a Star Trek Kirk. reference because, well, yeah, but Kirk's first name isn't Rupert. But I guess if you're, uh, hello, cat. Oh, God, dude. Now? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Thank you for sitting right in front of the book, too, bud. You are doing God's work. Um, I fit so sit. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I've lost my train of thought because my cat interrupted me. Uh, James T. Kirk? Rupert Jake yeah. Kirk? James. Jamie. Jimmy. Jamie. Okay, sorry. I just James, uh, Captain Kirk's middle name is Tiberius. I know that. There you go. Um, isn't that a... I don't know. I think it might be a Big Bang Theory joke from when I watched four episodes of that. Anyway, um... <laughs> So it's like a nice little apartment building, the facility, and the Animorphs are standing outside of it, cracking bad jokes because they're teenagers. And they know that it's only a fence, so it would be pretty easy to get in to talk to the guy, Um, but it's kind of too far to go in Roach or Flymorph, and they can't get caught because they cannot fight their way out of there because there's innocent people in there. Fortunately... A food delivery truck comes along and they decide that Rachel, Jake, and Marco are going to sneak in using the food. I feel like Cassie should have gone instead of Marco, but whatever. Well, they flip a coin, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so, because uh, Rachel feels responsible for him, Jake is the leader, and then it's a coin flip. They don't want that many of them to go. So, uh, the three of those, uh, Cassie, 
no, sorry. Uh, Rachel, Jake, and Marco morph seagulls in a dumpster and fly into the truck <laughs> uh, very quickly. <laughs> and all three of them demorph, which makes the truck a bit crowded. So they morph cockroaches very quickly. Um, oh, yeah. And then we get our first extended morph description of this cockroach. So how was that for you, Esme? Kind of gross. Kind of gross. Um, I like the 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 way that they address how uncontrolled it is. So it's not like you can focus on your legs and your legs will go first and then you'll be close to the ground. It's like things are just going to happen <laughs> and you have to deal with it when it arises. She's like the only one that seems to really be able to like control like her, like the process of her morphing. It's yeah. Cassie's chill as shit. <laughs> She's connected to the animals. Right? Um, so they're cockroaches and they find mm-hmm. this box with something sweet in it. And I really like how they describe it. And it's like... Hey kids, let's see what what food this is. It's cylindrical but curved, and there's another curved cylinder next to it. And wait, who's that Pokemon? Yeah, in addition to being cylindrical and curved, <laughs> I can see that they taper down to a blunt tip. And it's like bananas. We're in a crate of bananas, Marco says. <laughs> and then they make conversations about bananas and pesticides. And Rachel notes that sometimes there are tarantulas crawling around in boxes of bananas. Mm, and then I. Yeah. Skipped the rest of this chapter. But the odds of a tarantula being in this particular box of bananas is super low. But they don't know they don't have plot armor. Or I guess it's whatever. (laughs) Only five of her legs. Yeah, so a bunch of things happen at once. The box gets picked up by a delivery driver put on a dolly. A tarantula attacks a tarantula attacks the roach Rachel and grabs her leg. The driver sees the tarantula. The box goes flying. Fortunately, when this happens, they're outside. So Tobias spots Rachel and he swoops down, snatches the spider up and away. And she hangs onto the banana. The spider hangs onto her leg and her leg gets ripped off. But she's a cockroach, so NBD. I wonder how much that actually hurts. And Tobias eats the spider. The spider. Yeah, for- <laughs> Hero, he's saving his girlfriend. I know. They love Tobias each other. is the MVP. Um, she says it hurt in a sort of vague, distant kind of way, but roaches are pretty tough. So presumably it's like, it's fine, whatever. Um, so the three of them make their way up the stairs, through the ceiling slash floor, um, and kind of hang out in between the first and second floor. And they pass another real cockroach on the way, which I thought was funny. Um, I feel like it's the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> They're all pointing each other. Uh, except it's like the roaches that are holding knives from uh, Family Guy. Yes, or um, was that um, Fa- uh, Fairly Odd Parents? Um, there were there was a roach holding knives. There was also Encourage a Cowardly Dog, like the really messed up roaches too. Oh, um, I never watched that show. I was too scared. Encourage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> um. Whatever. Yes, there are roaches. <laughs> and um, they say essay. <laughs> between the ages of like five and 11, I was like very squeamish. And then when I turned 12, I was like, all right, let's learn about serial killers. <laughs> I am still very squeamish. Yeah. So anyway, so the others uh, outside morphed their raptor morphs and they spot George Edelman on the second floor watching TV with three other patients. Axe is happy to report that they're watching Gilligan's Island um, because he's been watching TV. And so Rachel climbs onto the windowsill. Uh, They kind of or they come out of the floor into this bathroom. Rachel climbs onto the windowsill and Axe is like, "Okay, you're right next door. So Rachel decides to be the one to demorph and talk to him. And when she's demorphing, a man just shuffles in and watches her finish demorphing and is like, 
And she's like, hi, could you get George Edelman for me? And he's like, sure. Are you real? She's like, nah, just a figment of your imagination. He's like, okay, I'll get George. <laughs> Cassie does a lot of on-the-spot acting in this book. Rachel? Uh, Rachel, you mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's been an ongoing issue. <laughs> They're the season. same person. I'm sorry. I don't know. They're totally not. Um, oh. So anyway, George Edelman comes into the room and is just like, uh, what are what are you, a teenager with no shoes is here. Like, what? who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm uh, working with your lawyer and I'm going to be helping you with your case. And he's like, you look really young. And she's like, I'm 25, but I work out, eat the right foods, and I always wear sunscreen. Anyway, why did you try to kill yourself? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a total one. Yeah. Wishes she was like, I'm the ghost of Christmas breath. (laughs) (laughs) How, if he didn't believe he was crazy before, Definitely. <laughs> Surely walking into the bathroom, seeing this kid in a leotard <laughs> with no shoes on, like, I would be like, okay, yeah, I think maybe I deserve to be here right now because this is weird as shit. Where did she come from? Yeah. And so he's like, okay. And she starts asking him questions and about like the yerk. What is a yerk? What's the thing in your head? And they kind of like, uh, he has like a fit at one point where he starts like raving and he's speaking in yerk and hork and yelling and kind of like has convulsions. And so she has to like comfort him and is like, and then eventually at one point she's just like, listen, I can't stay much longer, but you have to tell me how is the yerk staying alive without Condrona rays? You've been in here for more than three days. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. That explains no <laughs> shoes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And, um, he's like andalite and she's like yes andalite um because the yurks think that they're andalite bandits um so they're not looking for humans and that's good so anyway he's like it's the food the food we found in the famine after the andalites destroyed the one condrona we found out a certain food could help them get by for a while but there were problems with it and so then he has another fit and basically this food they discovered by accident and it's extremely addictive but if you keep eating it it eliminates the yurks need for condrona rays but drives them crazy so the yurks don't have to leave the host body every three days anymore but also they're crazy and it looks like the host has more control because he's in control most of the time just kind of the yurk kind of emerges every once in a while and he has these fits and she's like what's the food this is important and he's like oatmeal but only the instant kind and only the maple and ginger flavor the yurks cannot resist the addiction once exposed and then they slowly but surely drive themselves mad there are dozens of men and women like me in places like this on the streets or worse and she's like okay thanks uh is there anything i can do for you and he's like no the yurks will probably leave me alone because no one's gonna believe me if i tell them about them and then she's like isn't there a way to get the yurk out of your head and he says no he will live as long as i do and i just wish the times when i'm in control when i'm myself i wish i didn't have to spend those those times in here yeah, yeah it's sad. Um, it, it, it like completely negates the fact that he just told us the instant oatmeal. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's the like shit cocaine for slugs. Like, I just am like, that was like the campiest twist. I'm just like, huh. I really thought it was going to be something <laughs> a little more serious. And this is where like my, my internal memory was like, oh, <laughs> I know what this is. Like, 
as soon as he said oatmeal, my brain was like, oatmeal? And then I, all these memories of this television show came flooding back to me. <laughs> I was like, yes, it is the oatmeal. It is the oatmeal. Yeah, it's and it's like, oatmeal. who knows what it is? Maybe it's the maple. Maybe it's the ginger. And Marco's like, maybe it's the instant. Who cares? Like, <laughs> Maybe it's oh, Rachel fucking sugar. Maybe they're not used to having <laughs> processed sugar. Yeah. Um, I love sugar, by the way. I'm not against the processed sugar industry. Send no, I love sugar. Patch. sugar is... um, <laughs> but... Uh, this part kind of boggles, like, there has to be a way to get, like, like it's still a physical being. They, like, squish, but, like, like get, like, an MRI. Like, get something. Literally, like, you can have brain surgery. Like, put some like, maple and ginger oatmeal next to your to head. <laughs> On a spoon. I mean, give it a <laughs> next shot. Next to your ear. No, like, for real. Worth like, the, if like... the yerk is insane, there's got to be something that you can do to, like, persuade it to get out of your head. it's clearly not doing what it does for everybody else, right? It, 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 the way that I imagine it is like, it's kind of paralyzed and it's not gripping on anymore. Does that make yeah, sense? It yeah. Smush it in and like make the connections. And I'm like, okay, it's obviously not like fully like there. So surely then it would be easy to go in with a pair of tweezers <laughs> and just pluck that thing right out. Like your a leech. Like, Organ. Yeah, like a leech. Like even brain surgery. Again, I'm more drastic, but it's like, I'm, I fully believe that your could have been removed like I'm yeah i mean i think because it's in it. between the cracks in your brain like that's the point is you can't get it out well ask um, ask joe they bob can, they can willingly move it out and joe bob was freaking drinking yerk juice like, <laughs> <laughs> joe like bob I, is um visor three's twin brother from last book and he is mm-hmm. finding other yerks and processing them and eating them so that he can live without a condrona wow that's metal as yeah. fuck. So clearly he has a way to get them like <laughs> off of the brain. Maybe ask him. I mean, clearly right. the host doesn't survive because he doesn't give a shit. But like maybe he ha- maybe he can give you some information that can lead you to getting the yerk out. I don't know. Or he's maybe he's just processing the brain with the yerk and he's just drinking sweet brain yerk juice. Yeah. But, Double cannibalism. Brain, brain, brain flavored yerk juice. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just, this was kind of annoying. I was like stop this is not the sort of universe canon i want for this like there's totally <laughs> a way <laughs> like this is not like they're not stuck in there <laughs> this next part i was very uncomfortable with yeah the fact that they're so cut to the barn right they're having their little socratic dialogue and cassie's being uncharacteristically quiet and tobias is like i don't i'm not okay with this because they're basically talking about poisoning yurks or poisoning controllers with this oatmeal and making the yurk go crazy so i and i don't exactly know what they're like i guess to make the yurks go crazy and make it so they have fewer controllers who can like fight against them or make more controllers but they're not really clear on like why they would be doing this they're, they're basically deciding whether or not they want to be oatmeal drug pushers yeah or like but use chemical warfare right. which is like the thing that's worst about it is they're like oh it's just oatmeal and then marco says the bigger question here is who cares and it's like okay so, <laughs> all right marco and tobias not care <laughs> like i'll be the horrible person like if it exposes the yurks and like saves humanity but it's not exposing well, the yurks it'll be crazy at some point somebody's gonna have to look into it's, it it's not really doing anything but making the controllers suffer i like yes i see that i still think that they can be removed i'm still not believing this like in well well lore. for our i mean for our um like you know thought experiment here they can't 
And okay. if that's true, they're asking, do you want to trade full control for being in control most of the time, but having these fits is basically what and they're people asking. And people taking their autonomy away from them. They already have their autonomy taken um, away. But in... When the uh, okay, I don't, I can't even believe I'm discussing the <laughs> human rights implications of having an alien parasite in your brain. Um, when the Yurks are in control of a person, you are not really you anymore, yeah. right? The difference is uh, George Edelman knows who he is, knows what is happening to him, and yet is completely powerless. His family is stripping everything from him and leaving him in a mental institution for the rest of his life. I feel like this is a very like severe case like i think he should have gotten proper medical help like they should have investigated him for like a certain condition oh, yeah and then they course. would have found the yark god damn it there's <laughs> enough that they could have support groups and maybe special protected class and then they could get government benefits i don't know i think i'm just like <laughs> living in yeah this, in america like... let's do <laughs> I that I think, just, I think maybe i'm just not in the right world for this to be like have an okay ending if they did yeah but and i also think it's bullshit that they just need one little taste of this goddamn oatmeal and they don't need condronas for like the rest of their life they're like a more well it says it says the one taste they get addicts them to it and then they can't resist it anymore and then over time the it um uh reduces their hunger for condrona rays and drives them crazy. But but Axe said the Yurks are made invulnerable to their normal hunger for Kondronarize, blah, blah, blah. They can live inside their human host forever, even if the oatmeal is later taken away. Yes. And I, I agree with both Axe and Tobias. Tobias also says, if you a drug is in the eye of the beholder, if you get addicted to the mm-hmm. illegal stuff and it messes mm-hmm. you up, that's a drug to you. If you get addicted to an oatmeal and it messes you up. And then, yeah, Rachel and T- Marco keep saying, it's just oatmeal. And it's like, okay, that's not, yeah. that actually is irrelevant. No. <laughs> the fact that it's oatmeal. Yes. So, yeah, I totally agree with Axe and Tobias here. I think that trade-off, especially, especially when Jake admits, or actually he doesn't admit it. Rachel assumes that Jake would not do this, do this to Tom. Mm-hmm. And that's your answer right there. Like, if this was Tom, would you do it? And if the answer is no, then you don't do this to other people. Well, I guess it's if you're hoping to eventually remove all of them, like save the entire human race. In my mind, I'm a little bit more pessimistic where I'm like, most of you are And do what you can, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Most of you are going to die. I am not expecting to remove all the yurks from your head. Like I expect a lot of people. I don't know. Sure. But whatever. Again, (laughs) if I was running either side, this would be over. And yeah, Cassie's just like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Like, I don't know what's right and wrong. She's clearly still messed up from the previous episode with Joe Bob. And yeah, and Jake asks, if it were Tom, and it may be Tom, would I do this to him? On one hand, life is the slave of a yerk, no free will at all. On the other hand, as we saw with Mr. Edelman, some free will with some ability to communicate, but with this insane yerk in your brain. And he never asks... Uh, he or he never answers his question, but he does say in the Civil War, it's like, okay, Jake, we know that you're one of those nerds that studies the Civil War. They were ending slavery. Most of the Southern soldiers who weren't who were killed weren't slave owners. They were just guys trying to be brave. Uh, not true. Well, they weren't trying. They were trying to be brave <laughs> because they thought they might be slave owners someday. Maybe they could have worked out a compromise. Maybe they could have ended the war earlier if the North had agreed to leave some people as slaves. But would that have been right? No. So the war had to go on till everyone was free. And Tobias is like, or dead. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Thank you for your uh, clarity in that, Tobias. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. 
basically they're like, okay, let's do this. And like, yeah. So they decide they have to go to the Yerk pool. And then that night, Rachel has a horrible, horrible long nightmare about becoming a controller and wakes up in a pool of her own sweat. Um, but then we get this really sweet scene in contrast because Tobias, she opens her window and Tobias shows up and helps her do her math homework. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like, thank you, Magic Hawk. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they kind of talk about it and she's like, I'm worried. It's the first time he's going to be back there since he got trapped. That's where he got um, trapped as a Red Tail Hawk. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's like, okay, I finally get to go back and not just wait out here for you guys to get back and do nothing. Um, oh, also uh, earlier he says, I kind of like math. It's something that's the same for all humans or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess if you're a hawk, there isn't much else to yeah, do. Right. And um, so... So he's like, well, I do have an entrance because my work here is invaluable and I should get a raise. <laughs> I would, I would, I expect this to be reflected in the Christmas bonus. Um, so yeah. And she's like, he's like, you guys are going to love this one. And she's like, no, <laughs> if it leads to the year pool, pool, I don't think I'll ever Absolutely love it. Absolutely not. Yeah. So let me get back. Do we get the shortest thing ever? Yeah. Okay. This is the shortest segment ever. So here is Tobias's entrance to the Yerk pool. And I'll describe how it is in the books. And as if you remember, you could describe what it says on the TV this, show. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Tobias is like, this was not easy. Hours of following people. I had to sneal peeks in through the windows. I even morphed human to check it out. And that's how I found out about the Happy Meal. And they're all flies right now zooming around at McDonald's. And nothing out of place. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> and he's like, everybody's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, that's how you signal. That's the code. You go up to the counter and you say, I'd like a happy meal with extra happy. <laughs> it's a cult. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what it is in the show because obviously they can't do McDonald's. But this is another thing where I was like, fuck, I remember yes. this. Um, and it's something like cheeseburger whole yes, cheese. Yes, that is it. Mm-hmm. That's That's the one. I would like a cheeseburger, hold the cheese. And that's the, that's the secret code to get into the yerk. Which is funny because I did know someone one time who or, would order that because they said it was that it was different. It's different than just getting a hamburger. And it's like, no, it's not. That's not how food no, works. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, okay, side note, in and out, mustard fried, yay or nay? Mustard what? fried. In and out. Jason, I feel I only like... know about animal style. So... Uh, my fiance prefers mustard st- uh, mustard fried. Um, I have never gotten it because I thought they always did that with animal style. But if they don't, then next time I'm going to get mustard fried specifically. It's sauce. Um, the patty is fried in mustard. It's full regular pickles. And then um, I think it also comes with grilled onions. I always just get grilled onions, so I don't know. That sounds amazing. It's really good. Highly recommend. Um, anyway, so... Basically, Tobias says you order the Happy Meal and you go around like you're going to the bathroom, but you go into the walk-in freezer. So, and then we don't know what happens because, you know, he can't, he couldn't follow them. Going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then so it's like, okay. So Jake's like, once we have our controller, we follow him in. No problem. And then he added grimly, oh yeah, no problem. A little picnic in the York pool. I'm sure they'll all buy that. And then Marco's like, Jake, you said that out loud. <laughs> we heard it. <laughs> 
And uh, there's like a motif, this book of Marco telling Rachel not to say, let's do it because she said, let's do it right before they got attacked by the tarantula. So she tries to say it again. And Mm. he's like, no, nope. So and then Axe tries to make a joke when they go into the walk in freezer because he's like, it's very cold and the cold is slowing down their fly bodies. And Axe is like, yes, this body has no ability to regulate body temperature. What a strange idea. You humans do many strange things. And they're like, yeah, Axe, we're not responsible for flies. And he's like, I know. I was attempting to make a joke. A human style joke. (laughs) But it it doesn't make any sense. That's why it's it's perfect (laughs) because I... (laughs) Because it doesn't make any sense. And I spent about 20 minutes just on this last (laughs) little section. I was like, I don't understand how this is meant to be funny. I don't know yeah. what he's talking about. He, just, I'm very he says confused. that all the time and about humans. Like, oh, humans, you walk on two legs. That sucks. Or why did you invent <laughs> computers after books? What? Books are way better. And so he says that all the time. And this just wasn't funny. And I thought it was hilarious because <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Um, so they, they follow this lady into the walk-in fridge and something starts happening. An alarm is going off and it says unauthorized life form detected. And she's like, ugh, security fanatic fanatics. It's just a couple lousy flies. And the mecha- there's like a mechanical voice that's like, shut your eyes tightly to protect against retinal damage from the Gleet biofilter. And then Axe is like, get the fuck out right now. And they're like, Axe doesn't yell, so let's do it. So they make it out just in time, but they're still fairly blinded. The Gleet biofilter, Axe explains, destroys all life forms whose DNA are not entered into the computer. So, uh, and it's Andalite technology that the Yerk stole. He has to add. That just seems so OP. And I'm like, it's incredibly how OP. How is it just confined to like a like? How has this not been weaponized across like the galaxy? Right. <laughs> like, how are the Yurks literally not just like, let's just put this across the entire planet or whatever? I don't know. I just like this seems like really, really OP. I know. I don't understand why they don't just go in as humans because that's what they do in the TV show. Whatever. But yeah, so they they're like, all right, there's got to be another way. And then Cassie's like, well, there is one other way. And they're like, no, shut up, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie always does it. She always figures out like the other way. Of course. If and it's, it's like, if it's because yep, she's cool, animal related. Yeah. So the other way is a mole. And, and they're like, yeah. oh, it's ugly. I'm like, they're not ugly. Moles are cute. Some of them are ugly. They're not ugly. Moles are Have you seen the, cool the video of the mole walking like on the surface? They're kind of like just shuffling back and forth. They're so cute. What about the star-nosed mole? That thing's kind of ugly. Yeah, those are ugly. But regular ones are. All moles are good. And Axe is like, many of your earth animals are similar in this shape. And she's like, yeah, it's a very successful shape. Rats, mice, voles, shrews, squirrels, raccoons, kind of, you know, basic rodents. And so they're basically like, well, okay, I guess the plan is to dig and somehow get a truckload (laughs) of oatmeal. Bully your parents into buying maple <laughs> Which, like, except oatmeal. Jake should not be doing that because Tom, Tom might get suspicious. We're in trouble. Yeah. He might get in trouble for holding um, <laughs> with yeah. the other York. <laughs> Sale and possession and oatmeal. of illegal oatmeal and, substances. And uh, Marco's like, don't worry about it. My dad drops me off to do the food shopping and hits up Target so I can get all this oatmeal. And they're like, all right, let's just acquire the mole then. So they acquire the mole. It doesn't like Tobias acquiring it. They kind of do some math and figure out, okay, where's the middle of the Yerk pool? We don't really want to go in right above the Yerk pool because then we would splash. And it's like, 
I want to take a quick pause. I love how there was an entrance to the Yerk pool in <laughs> yes. Gap in the mall. <laughs> and they leave out the movie theater. So it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just leaving this yeah. movie, you know. So, yeah, it was in the dressing room. And I don't know why they never are like, well, let's just see if that's there. Because they mentioned the Yerks eliminated the janitor's closet one. And it's like not mentioned. Why not just go in through the gap? But whatever. Um, So... They're like, okay, let's um, figure out a place to do this. And Tobias flies around once again, being the goat, and is like, I've got a place. And where we can do this stupid, dumb plan that we shouldn't have done. <laughs> this dumb digging plan. And that... I have to... Uh, when I when we got here, when I got to this point, I was like, where are the <laughs> I was like, we've been so many stupid creatures so far. Been fucking birds. A dolphin, cockroaches, flies, seagulls. Uh, we're gonna be a mole. Yeah, we're getting there. Eventually it definitely should there, have been a mole, a long time. but they were like, "We're not putting a mole on the cover of this book." Bats are way cooler. It's we can make Batman it's jokes. Not something. It's true. They, like at the towards the end, where they have to get it to ultimately accomplish like their goal. Plan is yeah. for this book. Yeah. Anyway, that seems like a good place to leave off for this week. Um, we will finish up book 17, The Underground, next week and figure out the Animorphs' shitty, shitty plan. <laughs> it's not a great plan. You can plan. find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can add us on Twitter at Middlemorph. And you can check out my other podcast with someone else. I don't know. <laughs> at are the letter you the word serious pod on twitter jason how about you um y'all can find me on twitter at bottomus underscore prime um why don't y'all meet our uh edit in some cinnabons into some of the animorphs comic book and just send me pictures i just want cinnabons. it's gotta be they got well they got book four coming up so are the guys uh working on number four right now so that's when we meet axe so anyway no 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 not not the first one but the whole book is about rescuing yeah yeah. uh esme how can people get a hold of you uh you can find me on twitter at esme underscore c underscore knows as in knows lots of things uh you can hear me (laughs) with morgan on uh the other podcast uh r slash you serious uh podcast about uh, Reddit relationships and all the terrible things that people do to each other and then post on the internet. Oh yeah, I got some fun ones for you this week. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, and as you all know, Kate is not on social media so you can find her by going into any McDonald's <laughs> and ordering a Happy Meal with extra happy. Cheese, no cheeseburger. Yeah. Ah, wait, no. Cheeseburger, no cheese. <laughs> Veggie burger, no veggie. veggies. <laughs> veggies. <laughs> I don't know. There's something in there. Um, impossible <laughs> meat with the possible. Yes, <laughs> I would like a possible burger. <laughs> All right, bye, y'all. We'll finish this book next week, and uh, second half's better than the first half. Yeah, yeah, it gets uh, yeah. dynamic. Yeah. Oh yeah, it gets wild. Shit happens. All right, bye, y'all. Bye.